You're listening to a message from Victory Lipa. We hope this message inspires you to honor God and make disciples. Itong series na to is a six-part series na kung saan tinitignan natin dito yung mga different aspects of the Word of God. Ang binag-aaralan natin dito is the book of John because naniniwala ako as a church, the Bible is the ultimate authority of our lives. Ang Bible po ang source of life, siya po ang source of hope natin, and siya po yung ultimate authority ng buhay natin. Alam nyo ba na usong-uso yung mga subscription ngayon, di ba? Subscribe ka sa YouTube channel, sa Netflix, or kung saan-saan man. Pero I hope and I pray as a believer, maiintindihan mo yung value na ang dapat na nakasubscribe ka ay sa salita ng Panginoon. Kasi naniniwala po kami na doon niya nire-reveal kung sino siya, doon niya rin sinasabi kung ano yung plano niya sa atin. At the same time, the Word of God, ginagamit niya to to transform us and to empower us in our lives. Ang goal po ng series na to is for us to have a commitment. Not just to read or to understand the Bible, but to obey. Kasi every Sunday, alam nyo, in social media, marami pong mga churches na ang gumagamit ng mga verses na pwede nating mapanood or mabasa. And that's good. Pero ang prayer ko is, more than knowing, more than knowing the Word of God, is you will encounter Jesus Himself. Yun po ang goal natin as we believe and obey the Word of God. Ang title po again ng series natin is Abide, which is hindi naman masyadong ginagamit sa common terminology. Hindi masyado yung abide. Pero in the Bible, may mga times na binabanggit po yung salitang abide. And alam nyo ba, in, I think in King James Version, 82 times binanggit yung salitang abide in 77 verses from 31 books. So ano bang ibig sabihin ng abide? Ang abide, pag nakita mo sa dictionary, ang ibig sabihin niyan ay to accept or act in accordance with. Sa Tagalog po dyan is sumunod. Sumunod. Kaya narinig nyo na ba yung law-abiding citizen? Yung sumusunod ka sa batas kasi law-abiding Citizen. So, yun po ang ibig sabihin ng abide in the dictionary. But in the Bible, definition, iba po rin ang ibig sabihin ng abide. Yung definition niya there in the, in the Bible time. So, anong ibig sabihin ng abide? Number one is to stay or to continue. Dalawa. To stay and to continue. Pag tinignan mo, it's very passive word. Alam natin yan. Stay ba o continue? Parang ganun. Pero it's a common word to stay and continue. Another definition ng abide is to endure. To endure. Kaya naalala ko yung love ni Lord. Di ba? Nasa scripture yon. The love of God endures forever. Kaya napapansin mo, kahit pasaway tayo, kahit tayo ay lumalayo kay Lord, kahit minsan hindi mo na mahal si Lord, napapansin mo, patuloy yung pagmamahal ni Lord sa'yo. Bakit? Because yung pagmamahal niya endures forever, abide. Pero ito yung pinakagusto kong meaning, yung term niya is to remain. To stay, to continue, to endure, and to remain. Pero ang ibig sabihin ng to remain is to stay with intensive force. 
In short, to stay put no matter what happened. Huwag kang aalis, huwag kang bibitaw kahit anong mangyari. Yun po ang ibig sabihin niyan. And I remember a verse in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 25. Ganito daw ang salita ng Panginoon sa ating mga buhay. But the word of the Lord remains forever. Ang galing ng pattern, no? Pag tinignan mo yung salita niya, the word of the Lord remains forever. Pag tinignan mo yung pagmamahal niya, His love endures forever. Pag tinignan mo naman yung mercy niya, His mercy is new every morning. So, mapapansin mo, yung nature ni Lord wants to abide talaga sa atin. Ang problem in our lives, kasama ako dito, is sometimes we don't want to stay. Si Lord, He wants to stay. He wants to remain. Pero tayo, sometimes we don't want to stay. We move because of our situations. Alam ko, may mga taong napapagod na. Some of you natatakot na. Some of you nalilito na sa mga nangyayari sa buhay mo. And may tendency tayo not to abide, not to remain, not to endure. And ang pinakamadaling gawin is sumuko. Pero ang prayer ko before tayo magbasa ng main text is that we will understand the Word of God. Na kahit anong mangyari, He is faithful and He is reliable that we will see the appreciation natin ng salita niya. Because ang goal natin ay hindi lang basahin ng salita niya. Ang goal natin is to know Him and to know His will in our lives. And that's my prayer, na kung sino man dito yung nagpaplano ng bumitaw sa Panginoon, I want you to know that God will continue to remain, to stay, to abide, because God loves you, and hindi pa po tapos ang Panginoon sa bawat isa sa atin. So, our main text is in John chapter 5, verse 19 to 21. And then I will read the main text. Then we will see, ano yung gustong ituro sa atin ng Panginoon? And ano yung pwede nating makita at ma-apply sa ating mga buhay? So, let's read in verse 19. Nakalagay dito. Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, The son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than this so that you will be amazed. In verse 21, For just as the Father raised the dead and gives them life, even so the Son gives life to whom He is pleased to give. Moreover, the Father judges no one, but has entrusted all judgment to the Son, that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent Him. And verse 24, Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and he will not be judged but has crossed over from death to life. Let's pray. Lord, we pray that you will teach us this afternoon. And Lord, as we, as we receive your word, give us the faith to receive 
and to apply it in our lives. Lord, anoint the preaching of your word. We trust you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. A short background lang po dun sa binasa natin. Alam niyo po, ito pong John chapter 5, verse 19 is a continuation ni Jesus sa kanyang defense sa kanyang ministry. Dinidepensahan niya yung ministry na ginagawa niya because ito yung kanyang response sa mga religious leaders noon. Bakit kailangan niyang i-defense? Because si Jesus ay nakaka-ramdam or nakaka-experience ng accusation. I don't know kung nakaka-relate ka, di ba? May mga accusation sa tayong lahat. Lahat ng tao nakakatanggap ng accusation. Pero makikita mo yung response dito ni Jesus. Full of wisdom. Sobrang galing. So, ano yung accusation na pinibigay dito? May dalawa kasing, uh, may dalawa kasing chinachallenge yung mga Pharisees o yung mga religious leaders kay Jesus. Okay. Ano yon? Number one is this. Kasi si Jesus, in, in John chapter 5, may ginawa siya. Napakaganda. And yet, ayaw ng mga tao noon. Siya po ay nagpagaling. Siya po ay nagawa ng miracle. Nagpagaling siya. Ang problema, nagpagaling siya sa araw ng Sabbath. Alam naman po natin, in the, their traditional view, that's a mosaic law, na pag ikaw, pag Sabbath day, hindi ka pwede mag-work. So sila, takang-taka, dahil binayulate ni Jesus yung law because nagpagaling siya sa Sabbath day. Okay, gets you po ba ako? Nakasulat yun sa verse 16. Nakalagay dito, So because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute Him. Okay, the word persecute dito ay hindi yung ano lang, binubuli. Hindi po yun. Yung salitang persecute is, ito yung ano, it's another translation of prosecute. Prosecute. It's a trial scenario. Yes, ito ay informal, pero ito po yung simula ng formal trial niya upang siya ay ipako sa krus. So, ina-accuse siya dito. Pero, instead of, instead of uh, gawin kung ano-ano, ang ginawa pa ng Panginoon is this. May second case kiniklaim niya that he is the son of god kiniklaim niya na yung meron siyang equality with god and because of that ayaw na naman ng mga tao noon mga religious leaders nasa verse 18 yan nakalagay dito this made them even more determined to kill him they thought it was bad enough that he was breaking the law about the sabbath day and now he was saying that God is his father, making himself equal with God. So nakita niyo po yung nangyari, two cases. Healing in the Sabbath day, and then claiming that he is the son of God. So nung binabasa ko to, ang naisip ko lang, meron pong doubt. Meron pong pagdududa may pinagdududahan po nila ang Panginoong Jesus. Sa anong paraan? Number one, pinagdududahan nila si Jesus kung ano yung kaya niyang gawin. Pangalwa, pinagdududahan nila si Jesus kung sino siya. Again, 
doubt of what He can do and doubt of who He is. So, para bang binibigyan mo ng limitation si Lord? Question to everyone. Minsan ba sa buhay mo, ramdam na ramdam mo yung limitasyon mo bilang tao? Nakaka-relate ka ba? Kung, kung nakaka-relate ka, pwede kang mag-amen sa chat box natin. Yung ramdam na ramdam mo yung pagiging limited. I don't know, example ng physical limitation, di ba? Ang, ang tanong ko is, kailan ka huling mag-shake hands sa ibang tao ngayon? Parang yung shake hands ngayon, hindi na pwedeng mangyari. Kailan ka huling niyakap ng isang tao? Kailan? Yung iba naman, sana all, di ba? Parang limited ang galaw ngayon because of the pandemic. If you're now na may sakit agad, kailangan mo agad ng isolation. Parang it's, you're limited. Hindi lang po physical, even financial limitation. I don't know kung sino man po dito yung affected sa, fi- sa finances because of the pandemic. I think halos naman lahat. Limited ang finances mo lately. Hindi lang yun, relational limitation. Ramdam na ramdam mo ngayon yung, yung away ng magulang mo, yung family mo, yung spouse mo, or sa mga single dito, yung mga LDR. Baka naman nakaka-relate yung iba dyan. Yung tagalip pa ka, tapos yung mahal mo sa buhay, taga-tambula. LDR na agad, taga-tambo. LDR na yon. So, ang masakit, hindi niya alam na mahal mo siya. So, so, talagang limited lahat. And ito yung isang malungkot, spiritual limitation, na may mga tao po sa atin, sumasabay sa panahon, nanlalamig ka na rin kay Lord. I don't know kung ramdam mo yon pero I just want you to know, personal limitations are no- normal. But to limit, God is not. Ulitin ko, personal limitations are normal. Normal yan. But to limit your powerful God, that's not normal. Ito yung nangyayari noon. They're limiting God. And maybe they have old mindset because of traditional law. Pero I want to encourage you, some, sometimes tayo pong lahat, meron din po tayong old mindset na kailangan ma-break. Because sometimes we are limiting God. And I want to remind you that there is no limitations in God. Yes, pandemic and problems can limit your head, but the Word of God will show you the truth that He is unlimited, that He is able, that He is willing, that He is a miracle worker and a promise keeper. Our limitation is God's opportunity. Ulitin ko, pag may limitation ka, ito yung opportunity ni Lord Number one, to show who He is and to show us what He can do. Yun yung prayer ko. Na sometimes in our lives, ramdam na ramdam mo yung limitation, I pray that you will see God's opportunity to show up. By the way, hindi naman laging nawawala si Lord. Lagi namang andyan si Lord. Tayo yung nawawala, pero reminder lang ngayong hapon. Alam nyo po, itong pandemic ngayon taught us a lot of so many things. Ang daming tinuro sa atin ng pandemic. Number one is, life is short. Kapatid, life is so short. Kaya gawin mo na yung mga importanteng bagay na pinapagawa ni Lord. Maybe regarding sa forgiveness, sa samaan ng loob, parang, parang baka wala ka ng oras kapag hindi mo pa inayos yan. So 
life is so short, at the same time, death is real. Death is real. Totoo po, totoo po yun na ramdam natin ngayon yung pagiging, pagiging uh, pagkatao natin. And I have a good news for you. If you are a people of God, yes, that is the reality, pero we will go back to the truth. Yes, lifeless yung iba, hopeless yung iba, pero we will go back to the truth, to the Word of God, because He is the way, the truth, and the life. In Psalm uh, 36 verse 9, nakalagay daw, For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Di ba? Sabi na sa scripture, fountain of life. Alam mo ba yung inaalam naman natin to, the ultimate source of life is God. Tama ba? Lahat. Pero minsan, ang naaalala mo sa fountain is yung nasa garden na kailangan isaksak para yung tubig pa ikot-ikot. Pero ang fountain talaga is a natural spring of water. Hindi nauubos, hindi naiiga. Kaya ang sabi sa scripture, si God ang fountain of life. And today, as we discuss dalawang bagay lang ngayong hapon, is we will see ano yung lesson ni Jesus dito sa binasa natin. At ano ba yung ibig sabihin na siya ay, uh, His word is being life-giving. Ano ba yung ibig sabihin ng life-giver? So we will discuss that. Number one is this, Jesus is the giver of life. In verse 21, nakalagay dito, For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son gives life to whom He is pleased to give it. Okay, we know the scripture, alam na naman natin to, basic. The source of our lives is God. He brings life. He gives life. He sustains life. And sa kadalasan, makikita natin sa scripture, pinapatunayan ng Panginoon yun at may mga practical siyang ginagawa in the Bible times. Papaano? Alam natin, may mga history in the Bible na siya po ay bumubuhay ng patay in the scripture. Papaano? He speaks the word. Ganun ka-powerful yung salita ni Lord. Living and active. Mahilig siyang magsalita ng buhay. Okay. Question is, ano ba yung mga example o instances? Baka naalala nyo to in Luke chapter 7 verse 14, yung nanay na may, 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 ano, may anak na patay na, na-encounter si Jesus at sabi ni Jesus in verse 14, young man, I say to you, arise. Hindi lang yon. Yung ruler's daughter na encounter din ni Jesus. Ang sabi niya sa Luke chapter 8 is, child, arise. Okay. Baka yung iba hindi familiar dun sa dalawa. Pero itong familiar ka kay Lazarus. Alam naman natin to. In John 11, sabi niya, Lazarus, come out. Okay. Mapapansin mo, iba-iba yung term na ginamit. Pero ang common is he used his words. He used his words. Because sa, sa words niya, there's a power. Sa, sa words niya, there's healing. Sa words niya, there's, there's life. Kaya, kaya minsan, ingat kayo sa mga binabasa niyo sa social media at sa mga timeline. Make sure that it will produce life. Kasi nakakalungkot, mas marami tayong time mag-social media, 
okay lang naman yun. Pero sometimes, hindi ka ba nagtataka kaya bakit igang-iga ka na? Kasi may time ka sa ibang bagay pero wala kang time sa word ni Lord. May power ang word ni Lord. So ang question is this, modern day, Lord, Pastor, posible ba na may mga miracles pang nangyayari ngayon? Ang sagot ko, yes, I think, and I believe, hindi lang natin alam. Kasi ang mundo natin, yung mundo mo, maliit lang. Eh yung mundo ni Lord, malaki. Malay mo sa ibang bansa, sa ibang mga karatig bansa natin, may mga miracles of healing and, and bum, nabubuhay yung patay. So, but, but para maging relevant lang, babalik tayo sa chapter 5. May example doon na ginawa ni Jesus na pinakita niya yung kanyang power using His words. In John chapter 5, verse 3, nakalagay doon, Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, and the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for, for, for 38 years. Okay. Back, background ng konti po. In the Bible times, normal po yung mga tao, o hindi naman lahat, may mga tao po talaga na may kapansanan. Okay. Ang problema po dito sa Bible times, kapag may mga kapansanan ng mga tao, parang bumababa yung antas nila. Kasi kadalasan, people believe na kaya po sila may kapansanan ay dahil-dahil sa kasalanan. Punishment of their sins. Kaya po tinataboy sila ng kanilang pamilya at wala na silang ordinary life. Sa binasa po natin kanina, ay ang sabi doon is meron daw isang tao doon, yung invalid man, for 38 years. Uh, balyado, kumbaga hindi kayang kumilos. Talagang walang power, walang lakas. So, in verse 6, nakalagay doon, When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Okay. Sa dinami-dami ng may sakit at kapansanan, ang nakita niya ay yung invalid man. And mapapansin mo, you can bring back the scripture, nakalagay doon, When Jesus saw him lying, Napansin mo, nakalagay, Jesus saw. Nakita ni Jesus. Pero at the same time, nakalagay dito, and learned. Hindi lang niya nakita, naintindihan niya. Sa ibang version, he knows. Alam niya ang pinagdadaanan ng may sakit. Okay. I want to minister to you. Maybe nandito ka ngayon na may pinagdaraanan kang matindi. As in matindi. Pagsubok, sa pamilya, sa pera, sa relasyon. Simple lang ang ipapaalala ko ngayon. Gustong mala, gusto kong malaman mo na nakikita ng Panginoon ang lahat-lahat ng pinagdadaanan mo. At ito ang pwede mong panghawakan na ang Panginoon ay nagmamalasakit sa'yo. He knows and He understands. Kaya po siya nagkatawang tao eh, so that we can pwede tayong makarelate sa Kanya. And I want you to know na kung sino man ang dumadaan sa pagsubok ngayon, is wag kang, wag kang susuko. Alam ni Lord. Kita ni Lord ang pinagdadaanan mo. Ang tanong ko is, yung problema mo ba, feeling mo, parang wala nang pwedeng tumulong sa'yo kasi wala, hindi nila kaya? Nakaka-relate? Yung parang, 
kahit alam ng kaibigan mo at saka kapamilya mo yung mga problema mo, hindi nila kakayanin tumulong. Alam mo, ba, alam mo bang iyon yung feeling ng invalid man? Kasi ang mga kasama, kasabay niya doon ay may mga kapansanan din. Kasi alam niyo naman po yung nangyari doon, di ba? Yung pull of Bethesda. Kasi they believe traditionally na kapag hinalo po yung tubig sa pool, kung sino man ang unang makakapunta doon sa pool, sila po ang unang gagaling. Eh syempre, yung invalid man, paano naman tatayo yun? Eh unahan yun. Diba, diba, siya invalid for 38 years, ang nakakauna sa kanya, yung may mga sipon, may mga ubo, talagang dagsa sila doon sa tubig. So, hopeless yung taong to. Wala tong buhay. Pero alam mo, Jesus saw and Jesus learned. And I want to encourage you today. Minsan, tingin ka ng tingin sa ibang tao para tulungan ka. I want you to know, tingin ka kay Lord. Tingin ka kay Lord. God is our ultimate source of life and hope. So tingin ka lang kay Lord and do not give up. Jesus sees your situation and He knows exactly what you're going through. So kung ikaw ay takot, ikaw ay nag-aalala, hindi mo alam ang gagawin mo, I want you to know, kita ni Lord yan at alam ni Lord ang gagawin niya. Sometimes may mga bagay sa buhay na it's not about you. Most of the time, it's not about us. It's about Him. He cares for you and He loves you. Fast forward na ako, alam naman, yun, alam naman natin yung nangyari sa invalid man, gumaling siya. Gumaling. Pero alam mo ba, ang tawag niya kay Jesus, Sir, hindi Lord, hindi Jesus, kundi Sir. In short, walang ka-faith-faith to. Walang ka-faith-faith and yet pinagaling ni Lord. Ganun siya kabuti ang Diyos natin. Pero I want you to know, if you're a believer, you have the faith to believe and trust. So anong point ko? Ang point ko, kung kayang pagalingin ni Lord yung mga walang pananampalataya, how much more ikaw na nagtitiwala at umaasa sa ating Panginoon. Amen ba? So number two, Jesus is the messenger of life. Hindi lang, hindi lang siya giver. Siya din yung messenger. Ang galing, no? Siya rin yung nagpadala, siya rin yung nagdala. And nakalagay in verse 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who, who sent me has eternal life, he does not come into judgment but has passed from death to life. Before ko explain to ng saglit, is meron po akong tanong, alam niyo ba yung kasabihan na maraming namamatay sa maling akala. Famous saying yon. Maraming namamatay sa maling akala. Honestly, hindi naman lahat namamatay. Pero lahat nakaka-experience ng maling akala. Maraming tao today na sometimes pagdating sa buhay, ang magbibigay buhay sa kanila ay mga iba't ibang bagay or iba't ibang tao. Nakakalungkot lang, it's maling akala. Okay, example. Sino po sa inyo, nagmahal ka sa unang pagkakataon, mga millennials ngayon, mga, mga single professional, yung akala mo siya na? Yung akala mo siya magbibigay ng buhay, siya yung lahat, 
Pero nung wala na, yung nawala na siya, yun pala, yun pala yung source. Yun pala yung source ng pagka-lifeless mo. Parang ganun din yan sa, sa bagong bahay, bagong sasakyan, bagong sapatos, bagong gadget. Diba? Tanda mo, nagka-iPhone 11 ka. Biglang lumabas yung 12, lumabas yung 13. Sa lahat ng naka-iPhone 13, lalabas na daw yung 14. So, it's a temporary life ang binibigay sa atin ng maling akala. Pero dito, ang sabi ni Jesus, balikan ko yung verse 24, sabi dito, truly, truly, I say to you. Okay, in the scripture, balikan natin tong salitang truly, truly, I say to you. Ito yung babasag sa maling akala. Itong truly, truly, I say to you, ito po ay binanggit sa 19, 24, and 25 na verses. Parang truly, truly, ginagamit ba yung truly, truly sa ating, pero ito yung totoong, totoo, parang ganun, totoong, totoo. So alam niyo ba sa book of John, 20 times more ginamit itong salitang truly, truly, I say to you. Bakit? Sinasabi ni Jesus, ganito, Jesus, sabi niya, pay attention to this, Because ang sasabihin ko ay very, very important. Anong sinabi niya? Ang sinabi niya is, Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. Sa Tagalog, kung sino man ang makikinig at maniniwala sa akin ay tatanggap ng buhay na walang hanggan. Ang galing ng offer ni Lord. Tayong mga tao, We're looking for temporary life. Party, party, di ba? Nung, nung ano, I think December, ang daming party daw nun. Ngayon, bawal na ulit. So, it's a temporary life. Ang offer ni Lord, eternal life. Eh, sabi dito, paano mo makukuha yon? Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. At tayo mga Pilipino, di ba, mahilig makinig pero ayaw maniwala. Diba? Ang daming marites. Parang ganun yun. Ang dami mong alam na latest pero hindi mo naman alam kung totoo. Okay, I want to encourage you. As you listen every Sunday and as you devote yourself time of reading and praying to the Lord, pag may sinabi si Lord, you believe and trust. Pag sinabi ni Lord na don't worry, sinabi niya yun sa word niya. Do not worry. Pero stop worrying, kapatid. Pag sinabi niya na He will never leave you nor forsake you, huwag kang ma-insecure. Kasi may mga tao, nakikinig ng salita niya, pero hindi naman naniniwala. Pag sinabi ni Lord na you're suffering, temporary lang yan, relax ka lang. Endure. Pag sinabi ni Lord that I will bless you, just claim it in the name of Jesus. Or, pag sinabi ni Lord that be still and know that He is God, be still. So yun yung sinasabi niya. Pero at this point, ang ino-offer niya is eternal life. Eternal life. Sino po sa inyo appreciate mo na tinanggap mo sa puso mo at naniniwala ka sa ginawa ni Jesus sa krus para patawarin ka at bigyan ka ng buhay na walang hanggan. Di ba? Ang sarap isipin noon, Lord. Parang ang sarap ng assurance namin. Pero sa totoo lang, hindi natin agad-agad ma-appreciate yon because makikita lang natin yon kapag nasa heaven ka na. Ang iniisip mo ngayon ay yung buhay mo today. Pero I want, you, I want to encourage you today na hindi lang eternal life ang binigay ni Lord. Alam mo ba na binigyan ka din niya ng new life? 
new life. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, sabi to, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, and the old has gone, the new is here. So, hindi lang pala buhay for the eternity, but binigyan ka rin ng buhay ni Lord today to live your new life. So, papaalala ko lang, may mga buhay, mga style tayo sa buhay na hindi na bagay. Kasi binago ka na ni Lord. Eternal life, new life, hindi lang yan. There's more, abundant life. In John 10.10, alam natin to, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy and I have come that they may have life and they may have it more abundantly. Sa mga, sa mga tao pong nag-iisip ng abundantly. Okay. Hindi ibig sabihin po na marami kang pera ay abundant or nakaka-experience ka ng abundance. Okay. Hindi po ibig sabihin niyan yung sagana ka lang sa pera. Naniniwala po ako that if you are living your life with purpose, peace, and security, you are living, you, you are having abundant life. Abundant life. Last, meron pa, ang daming buhay na binibigay ni, ni Lord. Victorious life. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57, But thanks be to God, He gave us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, kung uubusin ko yung lahat ng life, baka hindi tayo matapos kasi ang dami nun. Pero eternal life, new life, abundant life, victorious life, okay na yun. Parang, Lord, salamat. Thank you for staying. Thank you for remaining. And I want to encourage all of you, malapit na po akong matapos, in any situation, always remember your position. Ulitin ko, in any situation na meron ka ngayon, always remember your position. What's your position? We are coming from the point of victory. May mga tao ngayon, kristyano na, pero kung kumilos, parang talunan. Paano mag-isip? Talunan. Paano magsalita? Talunan. I pray that you will remember who you are in the eyes of God. Because of what Christ did, you can live your life victoriously. May mga kilala ba kayo na lahat ng sinasabi negative? Lahat ng sinasabi hopeless? I pray that you will encounter God today to show, to show that who you are in Christ, you are a victorious son and daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And as I recap and as I call the music team, we will worship today as, as our response. Uh, number one, is, he is the, Jesus is the giver of life. So anong application nito? If bibigyan ka ni Lord ng life, you need to receive His gift. Alam niyo po, papaalala ko lang po that He is the giver, not us. Ang prayer ko is that sometimes ang tanging posture is to receive and appreciate the gift of God. Not to perform. Marami pong nagpe-perform ngayon kay Lord, kaya nakakapagod din. Just to receive and be grateful sa binigay ni Lord. And second is, Jesus is the messenger of life. So kung siyang messenger, my prayer is that you will trust the word. Alam nyo ba, 
ang salita niya ang babago sa bawat sitwasyon ng ating buhay. Ang salita niya ang babago sa iyo at sa akin, sa ating sitwasyon, sa ating problema, sa ating bansa, sa ating pandemic, siya lahat. Alam mo ang classic evidence na powerful ang salita ni Lord is you and me. Kahit papano, unti-unti tayong binabago ni Lord, tama? Sometimes people can question our faith, pero they, not, they, they can't question our changed lives. Alam natin yon. And my hope and my prayer is this, that you will appreciate the word. Sabi nga ni A.W. Tozer, don't just read the book, know the author. Know the author. Yun ang prayer ko as I pray, that as we receive the life na binigay ni Lord, we pray the purpose why we listen, why we believe, and why we read the, the word is that we will encounter the author, the eternal word of God. And my prayer is that we will continue to have a genuine relationship with Jesus. Tapusin na po natin yung papetics-petics pagdating kay Lord. Excited ang Panginoon to encounter you every day. Excited si Lord to encourage you every day. Excited si Lord to bring hope, peace, security, and even mercy sa you every day. Ang problem is, may missing link. Si Lord, He wants to abide. Tayo, ayaw natin. Ang prayer ko is that we will abide, we will endure, and we will remain because of Him.